0: Listener production. Are we ready?
1: Yes. Okay. We're back.
0: (laughs) Low <laughs> jokes, I'm better. Take it away, my dulcet toned Adonis. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you nearly made me spit my beer on my MacBook. <laughs> Hello, Gistners. Welcome back for another episode of Just the Gist. Finally, we know that Yay! the world has been waiting for this. We are back. Rosie is How well long has it again. Been? Uh, it's odd.
0: it hasn't actually even three been that weeks. long. Has, has it been three weeks? Yeah, we did Lindy, and then yeah, we missed yeah. So this will be three weeks, and now is this the third week though?
1: It is, yes, and yeah, right. Thank you all for so your. So we missed
0: two, mm-hmm. we missed two, but to be fair, my body was completely shutting down, so <laughs> and it never. It was never ending. Like, so the last time we were on, I was like, oh, yeah, my nieces had pink eye and I got some conjunctivitis. And then it like mutated. It was like, Mwah-ha! and it turned into, I ended up in the ER. <laughs> I posted on my thing. Um, wait, I actually have to Google this right now because I can't even say it without reading it. I had Farin, Faringer conjunctivitis. Con- wait conjunctiv. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I can do this. conjunctival flu. Ugh. So I basically had the flu and conjunctivitis together. Mm. And it it just kept going from one eye to the other. And then it would kind of settle in the eyes. And then I had a chest infection. I basically had a fever for like three weeks. I literally um Woke up feeling not great the day after my birthday. So that was the 31st. And the first time I actually got up, did my hair, left the house and went to an actual thing was this past weekend on the 19th. So that was almost three weeks of Mm. literally just being at home in bed, like feeling terrible. And the worst thing was because my conjunctivitis was so bad, I couldn't even properly watch TV. Like... Mm. I would sort of have to do it one eye at a time or like it was just Jacob. And I know I've said this before. People's medical problems are really boring and it's not the kind of thing that I hate that I'm talking about this again. But for whatever reason, it just all these things hit at once.
1: Thanks to your nieces.
0: I know. Cesspools of... Disease and germs, vile mm. children.
1: <laughs> and thanks for all the photos you sent me along the way <laughs> as everything <laughs> continued to get worse and worse. The daily updates were graphic and <laughs> oozy.
0: Yeah, so I just, I still have a little bit of a cough from a leftover of the chest infection portion of the illness. But other than that, I'm doing very, very, very well, like much better, much, 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 much better.
1: Huge relief and glad to be back at recording. Obviously, normally we'd be sharing a um, story to share at a dinner party, but because you've accumulated so much breaking news (laughs) over the last few weeks, as well as... Passing ooze. We've decided to do a special breaking news dedicated standalone episode. Yeah,
0: so you get two apps today. So this will come out on Friday, and you'll get two little apps. So you'll get the regular app, and then you'll get this separate breaking news app. Which a lot of people have said to us they wish breaking news was in a separate app. Some people say that because they like breaking news so much they want it to be in its own app, but other people <laughs> say that because they hate it and they're like, I hate having to skip ahead to find the actual thing. But also we generally keep breaking news pretty short. Like
1: And it's filled with what, such fascinating stuff like your medical issues, <laughs> oh, Caleb's up. medical issues, <laughs> <Shut> your food <laughs> preferences, <laughs> my food preferences.
0: You're gonna oh just wait till I till I've got some shit-based breaking news today. You're gonna love oh. it. <laughs> No, (laughs) that's fair. But we do try to keep it short. Maybe we should start putting like a timestamp in the episode notes. So if you want to skip ahead and not listen to our breaking news nonsense, you can just go straight to the thing. I don't know. Should we? Should we? Let us know. Sound off in the comments. (laughs) I feel like it's going to be overwhelmingly, yes. (laughs) Oh, dear. Okay. Well, all right, let's get to it. So I guess guess we talked about my body breaking down. So, okay, I'm promising you all right now, for my own sake, I want these boring medical stories to be done. No more breaking news medical issues, okay? Okay. Rosie's on the mend. Rosie is a is a pillar of health from now. Rosie is living it up. I like that star. mentality. Yes. So um that's that's the thing. But so do not
1: dare begin this breaking news dedicated episode without singing the damn song.
0: Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot because it's a whole episode. Oh my god. Okay, okay. okay. Well, here we go with my slightly off voice. <gasps> Do, 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 do. Breaking news, breaking news, I got the scoop a extra, ray X-ray, read all about it, breaking news. <laughs> do, 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 do. It's coming down the wire. Oh, my voice is breaking on those uh, higher bits <laughs> uh, more than usual.
1: <laughs> Your going are health. descending.
0: Pillar of health, I'm a pillar of health health. So, do you want to get to what I was talking about, about the poop?
1: All right. Get it over with. Yep.
0: <laughs> so, this debate was going around the internet the other day that I just got so into reading. Okay. Mm. Let me ask you a question. Do you look at your poo before you flush?
1: Uh, uh, Sometimes.
0: Yes. The correct answer is yes, always. Why wouldn't you?
1: Well, most of the time it's covered up with toilet paper. Well,
0: Sure, but not like, you know, you can still get a general sense.
1: Hmm.
0: I always look, don't you look at like, I'm not there stopping was some and
1: staring.
0: There were some people, I was like looking at this Reddit thread, and there were some people who were like, I don't even, I close the lid before I even turn around. Like they don't even want to, and it's like, no, you want to. A, it's just fascinating to look at, and B, you got to keep track of like health things. <laughs> okay. What if you are one of those people who is so weird about poop that you always close the lid, and you don't know that you're like bleeding into the toilet bowl, and then you die.
1: Um. Good. You know point. what I mean. Good. You got to
0: keep track of your business.
1: Mm. Is this going to lead into a discussion about the different designs of toilets around the world? Oh,
0: no. No, I hadn't
1: hadn't planned on going there,
0: but please.
1: I'll just point out in certain countries in Europe, including Germany, you don't poop directly into the water where it then effectively sort of disappears from view. You poop onto a platform so that then you can get a real good look at what's come out of you. And then when you flush, it sort of gets swept off that platform and down into the water. Does that make sense? A so,
0: platform. Yeah, you
1: sort of poop then, onto a dry ceramic surface.
0: <laughs> but then doesn't the platform get really dirty?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: Because I find when your poop hits the side of the bowl, it is such a pain having to like you you don't want it to hit any um like hard surface. You want it to just go water flushed.
1: Mhm. And when you first see it, it looks like such a terrible design flaw, but it's intentional, like it's not a bug, it's a feature so that you can get a closer look at what's come out of you. Oh. Yeah, weird. First time I saw one and it was explained to me because I had to ask what was going on. <laughs> <They helped laughs> did me I just understand. shit on
0: something I shouldn't have? <laughs> I would have felt like, oh, God, like I just I just shut on a bench top or something.
1: <laughs> was I meant to do a reverse cowgirl on this thing? Like did I do it the wrong way around?
0: What about um, US toilets are so weird? Why does their water go up so high?
1: It's terrifying. That blows
0: my mind. In the US, okay, Americans. Here's another weird thing about your country besides it being almost totally effed, no offense lately, but here in Australia, our water's just down the very bottom, just down the bottom there. When you go to America, the water is literally up to the top of the bowl. Like if, If you're like – and this is why people always talk in America about falling in the toilet and there was this famous episode of Ally McBeal where she fell in the toilet. (laughs) But what they mean by that is is that if you're small enough, your butt cheeks will go through and touch the water because the water's so high. Yeah.
1: And then when you flush, that's the real terrifying moment, though, as it continues to fill up and you're thinking it's going to overflow, it's going to overflow, it's going to overflow, which happened to me in New York one time in – a very fancy hotel where you'd assume oh, that sort no. of thing would not happen. Absolute nightmare. Instant room change. Um, <gasps> but then, like, every time you press that button, you feel like you're rolling the dice.
0: United States of America, what what's the deal with your toilets? I don't <laughs> Add understand. Add that to the list
1: of problems that you need to address. Yeah,
0: No, true, really and truly. Um, oh, yeah, and then Caleb... <laughs> I think I must have been talking about this with Caleb because then he said to me the other day, oh, yes, I read a funny fact about shit recently and I said, oh, do tell, darling. And he said, did you know that every day there is one person on earth who has done a longer shit than anyone? So maybe today you are the one. (laughs) Well, oh, yes Can't
1: say I've gone true. yet today So there's the potential that I could, I could claim the could, record for today It
0: could be you It could be you It could be any of us There is a chance for any of us to be the best in the world at something today <laughs> Isn't that exciting?
1: <laughs> that needs to be embroidered on a pillow
0: <laughs> I know, right? It was just the randomest thing for him to say Seize
1: the day, do oh. the longest turn
0: Okay, so I figure I'll transition from shit into this one because I think um, (laughs) talking about that kind of thing is probably the reason they don't want anything to do with me. (laughs) Bird in hand. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) Turns out, turns out they're really fancy social media wise. So Mm. recently they announced their new ambassador, mm. which y- you all know is the job I was gunning for. Haven't heard. They just sent over that box of wine very quietly and then I think <laughs> would would have preferred that I just went away after oh, that. Oh,
1: yeah, that was hush wine.
0: But then recently um, they announced that Beck Judd is their very new, very fancy ambassador. Mm -hmm. And she's posting all these glossy photos of her with all her bird in hand. And then, like, they keep posting stuff on their Instagram of, like, all these fancy important people flying on private jets to fancy important parties. And I was like, Mm. oh, I really misjudged um, my (laughs) potential to ever (laughs) be associated with this brand.
1: (gasps) Oh, no.
0: (laughs) no, so oh. I really and all these people were me- like sending messages like, "Oh, look, Beck has got Beck has got an ambassadorship. Like you've got to get in there. Like this means they do them, and I was like, this means they do them, but not for me. Yeah. <laughs> this means this means they're looking for a." Very different kind of ambassador, <laughs> so I think I'm just um destined to always um have to purchase it with my hard earned money mm-hmm. okay they were generous enough to give me that one box of freebies, which um was finished very quickly um so I am very grateful for that, but I would like burning hand to know that I now understand.
1: The aesthetic they're far they too classy for me. It's <laughs> yes, right. not yeah. my
0: aesthetic, especially now not right now. <laughs>
1: we were never quite on brand for yes. the image they were seeking uh, for themselves. They're
0: probably like, "Who is that girl that we gave wine to? Who's been posting photos of pus coming out of her bloodshot <laughs> eyes?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, lucky we went no further with her. <laughs> oh, yeah. Love it. They kind of dodged oh, a bullet. here's one that's going to make you feel old and choogy. It's probably choogy that I'm even bringing this up. This blew my mind the other day. Did you know that Will Smith mm. is now older than Tommy Lee Jones was when they starred in Men in Black together? Get out. Yeah. What? Oh, wow. How old know. is he? I don't know. Old. Uh-huh. He's got gray hair now. <sighs> Sunrise, sunset. <laughs> Sunrise, sunset. <laughs> uh, we're so old.
1: There you go. Is he still a Scientologist?
0: I think I think they briefly dabbled. And then him and Jada opened paid for and founded and opened a school in Hollywood that was using the Scientology curriculum, like education mm. curriculum. So they say that they're not, but I don't know. Who knows? You can never mm. tell. The most surprising people are. Like Elizabeth Moss from Handmaid's Tale is. Yeah, I was sure. That's when a I surprising that one. Mm. Yeah, she's a big one. Like she's been in it for life, was born into it.
1: Okay, so mm, that's the tricky thing when people are indoctrinated Mm, from youth. Right. Mm, Yeah. That was the situation with Leah Remini. She didn't choose it. It was sort of thrust upon her and then she sort of came to her senses later in life. Do you listen
0: to that um, podcast? Because you know how she did the show um, – What's the show called? Like
1: Escaping Scientology
0: es- or like shitting on Scientology or Scientology is terrible <laughs> or that's the basic gist. That's the thrust. But there's there's also a podcast version of it and um it's really good. It's with her and the guy who who's in the show the uh, the guy who used to be really powerful in it and he mm. left as well. And yeah, every week they just um Talk to different people who have left or you know, they talk about stories from when they were in it. It's um really fascinating. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, send mm-hmm. me the um the name of that podcast because we'll definitely listen to it. And now let's change the subject because I don't want the Scientologists coming after us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, I'm not saying we have not said whether we think it's good or bad. We've purely mentioned that mm. people are in it. Mm. So we're open minded like to non suppressive persons. Oh, did you know that Kylie Minogue's famous song, Spinning Around, Mm. was written by Paula Abdul?
1: I absolutely did not. Wow.
0: Yeah, it was written by Paula Abdul about her divorce at the time and she was going to release it herself but she decided not to and so it was um, sold to Kylie Minogue. Wow. I know. Huh.
1: There you go. I don't think I know a single Paula Abdul song apart from uh, Opposites excuse Attract. Excuse me.
0: Two steps forward and two steps back. We come together because Opposites Attract and you know. And so she's like getting really sexual with an animated cat.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: I wonder if that was the divorce she wrote about later. But-
1: <laughs> <laughs> he came between them.
0: Yeah. Right. Um, that's the only song of hers that I know as well, I think.
1: Yeah. Huh, but she's obviously had a very successful career in songwriting that we didn't know about. Yeah,
0: well, there you go. Huh? I get, well, that one at least. It's Um, one of Kylie's better ones.
1: Yeah, and surely that's a huge moneymaker for Paula.
0: Definitely, definitely. Oh, and you know what else? You know what I read the other day and I completely agree that um, Danny Minogue's song, This Is It, Mm. is better than any Kylie Minogue song there ever was. And I totally agree. And you know what? I didn't even know that was Danny Minogue. I just thought that was a nameless 90s pop star. I loved that song and I love it now.
1: I probably would have gone to my grave swearing that Tony Peeran was the That's pop star who sang too. that one. That's um, And it is a great <coughs> bop, but it no, I'm sorry, song. it's not better than all
0: this of Kylie's catalogue. This is catalog. it, this is it, oh, this kind of love is a real thing. Oh, I'm losing my... Hold on. <coughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, um. I can't explain what I'm feeling. Da, 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 world. How many days? Storm out of rain while you were away. You're choosing to
1: sing a lot at a time when your voice is know, maybe not why. at its best.
0: Jacob, I have been in bed alone for three weeks. <laughs> like, Honestly, I'm just so, this is more than I've talked in a long time. Like, cause Caleb has just been like, stay away from me. Hiss And then I got him sick and he was so pissed off. But then we went to this ball on this fancy ball on Saturday night. And that was the first time I'd been out. And it was like, I was, I just, I was so overwhelmed, but it was like, and it was like quite snooty rich people there. And, and so I didn't do a lot of talking. So this is the most I've talked in a while. Give me a break. <laughs> It's gushing out of you. It's After gushing out. After weeks of oozing, you gushing. It's gushing out. This um, standalone breaking news app is really proving <laughs> worth it, isn't it? <laughs> no, I will say right now that the reason we need more time is that we're going to be talking about Brittany because she's mm. speaking out this week. Mm-hmm. She's got her big court appearance where she's going to stand up and give a statement. But today is Tuesday and she's not doing that until Thursday Australia time. Mm-hmm. So we need more time than that to get the episodes ready. So we're going to watch that on Thursday and then quickly record a special little Britney bit to chuck in the end of this. Mm -hmm. So So
1: stay stay tuned, tuned, everyone. It's going to be worth it.
0: It's going to be worth it for Britney. Listen to us pontificate about animals and shit (laughs) and my various medical ailments so you can get to Britney at the end. (laughs) (laughs) You have to earn it. You have to earn it. Speaking of us being an (laughs) award-winning podcast... (laughs) I will say, and I've told you this privately, but I, w- I would like to say it while everyone is listening. I am very proud of your last episode on Lindy Chamberlain. Aww. It was amazing. And here's why. Because, I mean, it was amazing just because you did it and it was amazing. But I loved it so much and I think it resonated with people so much because it is exactly what I wanted Just the Gist to be when I came up with the idea to do this podcast. Like we had so many people get in touch with us saying, you know, I've always known about that story or because everyone knows about Lindy Chamberlain and the Dingo Stole My Baby or whatever, but they'd always felt like there was too much to it or the news they'd seen on it was sort of too too much for them to sort of find an entry point to and so they hadn't bothered looking at it any further. And the whole reason – I came up with this podcast was, like I always said, it was with my sister Rihanna in mind who was studying and had mm. kids and didn't have time and wants to know things about the world and wants to learn more about interesting stories or interesting news that's happening but often because the media can be very intellectually elitist and the news can have so much assumed knowledge that it's very hard for people to find an entry point to learn the things that they want to know about. Mm. And so for me, this podcast was always meant to be, we'll give people just the gist so they feel like they can digest information in a way that is easy for them so then if they want to go and find out more they can and I really feel like the Lindy Chamberlain episode was just the absolute epitome of what I want this podcast to be. It was accessible, it was interesting, it gave you just the parts you needed to know to blow your mind and then um, the podcast that um, you referenced so much uh, what was it called again? A
1: Perfect Storm
0: A Perfect Storm um, the host and creator of that podcast a journalist called John Buck he got in touch with me just so so thrilled. Because downloads of that podcast for him like quadrupled mm. in the days after our podcast dropped, Yay. because we told everybody, we give you just the gist, but if you want more, go and do whatever. And you had, you know, enticed people enough that they felt like, you know, that's a podcast that probably people would have gone, oh, it's a bit newsy and it's too much. I, but you made them want to go and find out more about something. And Great. that just makes me really happy because, you know, we joke around and we talk about shit and, but um but we really what we do I'm really proud of and I think it's really important and we work really hard on it and that was a great episode and I'm very proud of you. It was well, it was just just the gist perfection.
1: Thank you very, very much. And I mean it's amazing. Thank you, everyone who wrote in after listening yeah. to that story as well, because we definitely got a huge response, including from people who are actually directly connected to yeah. the case which absolutely blew my mind to hear from people who were, you know, involved in the actual court cases and the investigation and whatnot. And the fact that everyone felt that all of the information was presented in a way that respected Lindy in the way that she Mm. deserved and respected the entire Chamberlain family in the way that they all deserved Mm. was really great to hear. So, um, yay. Hope you go back and listen to it if you haven't heard it yet. And also thank you you to you.
0: Oh, well, I mean I just I'm a very strong believer in everybody deserving everybody is deserving to access knowledge and information and stories and news and it is often so hard for everybody to access that. It seems like it's often presented at a very small percentage of people. Mm -hmm. And there are podcasts out there like that I love that, you know, will do ten extremely detailed episodes on one topic and it's Mm. like there is a place for that Mm -hmm. but it's not accessible to everyone yeah and so I'm glad that we make these stories accessible for people I mean that was one that Rhiannon messaged me and said that was so amazing I didn't know about that I'm gonna go listen to um A Perfect Storm you Mm -hmm. know and so she's you know we always when we're doing this our motto is um what's our motto what would Rhiannon care about yeah we always say that (laughs) and so we Nailed it. Loved it. Great. Yeah. And I guess that's kind of all the breaking news I had for now um, before we get to our little Britney segment. But um, you're going away.
1: I'm already away. Yeah, Are I'm, you
0: there already, though, or aren't yeah, you going up higher?
1: I'm continuing further north, yeah, right See now. how I
0: understand geography. <laughs> aren't you going higher?
1: <laughs> um, I am, yes, you're right. I'm already on the Whitsunday Coast again, um, mm. and then tomorrow I'm heading up to Cairns. From Cairns, I'm flying to Cape York, so I'm going the highest, <laughs> the very highest Tippy top Point Australia. I went there last year, loved it so much. I'm going back again this year and taking friends with me, so that'll be fun. And that's why we're not actually recording an entire episode next week. We're pre-recording. Um, yeah, I will dial in for a quick little um, Britney debrief next or in the next couple of days. Of course, we must. And that was the place where we went and explored the abandoned eco resort.
0: <gasps> yes. oh, yeah. And like it
1: fully looked like the set of a horror movie Like it was very That's eerie awesome. to be there And then we were standing there looking around And the pool was just full of, you know, decades of rainwater And it was absolutely Bleah. disgusting And we looked into the pool And if I looked closely enough I could make out That there were these things floating in there And then on closer inspection I realised they were dead piglets floating there in the water that obviously run in there and then they had no way of getting out of the swimming pool (laughs) and so they had drowned and just when we were taking in the horror of that, A cane toad literally emerged out of the water, climbed onto one of the floating dead piglets, and we sort of went, and I've got some video footage that, of course, I had to get of the cane toad then jumping off the piglet back into the water. Okay, no, this is all coming back to me.
0: You've definitely told me this story and I reckon you've told me this on the podcast, (laughs) so we've probably talked about it. But I think I blocked it out because it's so horrific. But a cane toad on top of a dead drowned piglet. In this
1: disgusting fetid pool.
0: This is our award-winning podcast, my friends, (laughs) (laughs) bringing you the classy content that Bird in Hand refuses to sponsor. (laughs) For now. For For now. now. For now. I'm going to become a pillar of health. I'm going to lose a lot of weight and I'm going to (laughs) start posting very classy, shiny Instagram photos (laughs) in which I'm a proper influencer. And then maybe, then maybe... I'll get free Birmingham wine. For <laughs> would it be life?
1: worth it though?
0: I don't know if it would. No. I don't think I could ever live like that. Mm-mm. Well, you know, God bless. Live and let live, Beck I don't know anything about you except you're very pretty and you live in a big house and you're fancy enough to get much classier sponsorships than I am.
1: <laughs> she's really lovely and she's very funny. I don't
0: I don't sp- ha- oh, you met her once. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It was on her T V show. I don't know what it's called, but um yeah, we spent a few but hours together um, shooting a segment and, yeah, she was she was absolutely divine.
0: She's an AFL wife, right? Like, or that, that is, like, how she became a person and now she's, like, a TV presenter and stuff. Isn't know. that right?
1: I didn't ask her.
0: She's married to an AFL guy. Like, okay. she's a famous wag.
1: Oh, she's a wag. Uh-huh.
0: Well, you know, uh, that's not all she is.
1: She's also but, a MILF. Mm.
0: Yes, and also a a TV person and a fancy Instagram person. I don't know. (laughs) She's a slashy. She's a slashy. She's got all the slashes. She's a slashy. Um, Okay. So that's pretty much all our breaking news except for Brittany. Buy tickets to my show, Kid Chameleon, Perth and Brisbane. I'm coming to you very, very soon in um, the end of July and the start of August. And um, anything else?
1: Onto the um the Britney, I'm so nervous. I am so nervous about what she's going to say.
0: Oh my god, I don't know. It's I don't. Whatever happens, nobody like people aren't going to be happy with it. She'll either get up and say, "I want out," in which case her conservatorship will say she's nuts, mm. or she'll get up and say, "Everything's fine," and in which case, free Britney people will say she's brainwashed. Mm. Like I honestly think it doesn't matter what she gets up and says. There is going to be a large group of people who say. It's because there's, it's, it's not her. Like she has no autonomy and it's so fast. It's, oh God, it's fascinating. Anyway, I can't.
1: People have already made up their mind. They've decided what their truth is and everything that they see is just going to confirm the truth that they already believe.
0: There's rallies organized for the day that she's appearing in court. There's a hashtag, a hashtag called Brittany Speaks. Uh So that everyone's following and people are going to rallies. It's like. People are, it's a big to-do in the US. Mm. Britney fans are serious. They don't mess around. All
1: right. Well, this is now the segue into um, us in the future talking about what happens on the big day. You're going to have to give me a thorough breakdown because I'm not going to have access to a lot oh, of you internet won't be to able research to, yeah. a lot of it. Yeah, so you're going to okay. have to break it down to me.
0: Oh, my God, I just, I can't even, I feel like we're, It's it feels dangerous to segue into something that we don't know what it is yet. Yeah. Like what,
1: it,
0: uh, okay. Should we record is, some options?
1: Like an uh, yeah. optimistic
0: one and a yeah, very we'll go, okay, pessimistic here, one. Okay, here is the tragic words today of Britney Jean Spears. <laughs> and then we'll go, here's us talking about the amazing thing that happened with Britney today in court. <laughs> and what can the third one be? Whoa. Well, I really wasn't expecting her to reference (laughs) her previous week's bowel movements, but there you go. (laughs) Here's us talking about Britney Jean Spears in court today. (laughs) Like, who knows what's going to happen?
1: Well, you and Felix can work out which one of those works best.
0: Maybe it'll be like, Jacob, I'm speechless. Who knew that this was an eight-year piece of performance art, just like what Joaquin Phoenix did for that rap movie. And really, she's in and she's a genius actress and she's going to win an Oscar for the film they've been making about the downfall of a pop star.
1: (laughs) That would blow people's minds. I genuinely hope in my heart that Cher is going to show up
0: Oh shit! Oh, yeah, she's oh. birdie, 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 birdie. Okay, snap her out of this. Snap her out of this. Okay, bye, bye. <laughs> why I turned sheep? Sorry, shit. <laughs> I went too far. I went sheep. Okay.
1: Oh my god! <gasps> what?
0: Holy, okay. holy Moira! What? I. Okay. So. So none of our funny introduction, I feel bad now that we did all those funny introductions the (laughs) other day thinking like, because this is not, this is not funny. No, no. That was, okay. First of all, I will say that you were right and all the free Britney conspiracy theorists were right. Mm. I kept saying, oh, we don't know. Maybe she's fine. Maybe whatever. But, you know, I was waiting until I hear the words from her mouth. Mm. I, 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 don't want to speculate. And boy, did she say the words.
1: Okay. I I don't know very much. Um, as we mentioned, I flew up to Cape York this morning. Just before I got on the plane, I started getting inundated with messages about John McAfee, which we're going to have to talk about in uh, a moment. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Brittany was um, giving her testimony while I was in the air. I landed. The first thing that I yeah. got was the... Um, the image that you sent me about um, her IUD. So, I know almost nothing. Take it away.
0: Okay. So, it's a lot. I-, I thought that I would be able to read it to you, but she talked for 25 minutes. Uh-huh. So, it's too, it's too long for me to, like, fully g- give an exact reading. But she basically confirmed what everyone has been saying. Mm-hmm. So, first of all, she got up and she was clearly... Uh, it's there's only audio, mm-hmm. but she was clearly nervous and she was talking so fast that the judge had to, like, say, like, please, excuse me, Miss mm. Spears, like the um, court reporter actually can't keep track. The stenographer's like, fingers can't move yeah. that fast. Yeah. So she, she sort of, she kept having to be reminded to slow down, but other than that, nobody interrupted her and she basically confirmed what everyone has been saying, that, like, she has essentially been a prisoner for a long time and um it's especially gotten bad since 2018 which is when everybody speculated that she had been sent to a facility against her that was being held mm. against her will in a mental health facility or something and and all these people were saying to the Britney Spears like Free Britney truth oh, you're crazy. That's ridiculous. And then she came out and just said, oh, no, I've cancelled my tour because my dad's sick. But um, mm. she, she basically revealed today that in 2018, she had just finished her world tour and her Vegas residency. So, she'd been working her ass off pretty much mm-hmm. since for 10 years, like since the conservatorship started. Mm-hmm. And she said to them that she really wanted a break and they said, no, you have to do another Vegas, like four-year Vegas residency. And Mm. that's like eight shows a week for four years, you Mm. know what I mean? And so she said, um, I told them I didn't want to do it and my management team and my conservatorship team said, if you don't want to do it, you better get a lawyer because Mm. we'll sue you into doing Mm. it. And so she said she was finishing a show one night and as she, just like, she's exhausted, she's just been performing for two hours. She walks off stage and a very complicated piece of legal, like legal document gets handed to her. And they said, you have to sign mm. this. And it was basically her signing saying, I will do another show. So she's like, I didn't know what to do. I just had to sign mm-hmm. it. They told me I had to sign it. And then she said from there, things just got really bad because... Basically, whenever she complains about anything or whenever she pushes back on the conservatorship or on what they're asking her to do or how much work they're making her do, Mm. they force her to go to a psychiatrist that they have chosen Mm. and they basically say that she's she's going nuts again. Yeah. So she clearly has this like visceral um, and I think quite justified fear of like – psychiatrists Mm. and therapy and stuff because all the doctors that they've made her go to therapy to, they've chosen and they're on the payroll. And so she sort of was going along with this residency that she didn't really want to do. And she said they'd be rehearsing and she's like, I don't know how they can say that I need a conservatorship when I was you know, coming up with all the choreography, teaching a team of 50 dancers, like Mm. all the moves, like I was working seven days a week, like I was, you Mm. know, and then certain dance moves would be suggested and I would say no. And then I would um, get pulled into a room with a therapist saying, I've been told you're not following the guidelines of rehearsals. (laughs) Like they're basically treating her like a child and every time she pushes back even slightly, she gets sent to the principal's office, Mm. which is a psychiatrist who's in charge of like saying whether or not she's a nutter. Mm. And so um, after a while, she like they said to her, well, look, if you really don't want to do this residency, you don't have to. And she said, okay, I don't want to do it, but I feel like if I say that I'm going to get punished in some way. And they were like, no, you're not, you're not. And she said, okay, good, fine. I don't want to do this residency. I don't want to do it. And so they called off the residency and then a week later she um, got sent to a psychiatrist who took her off the medication she'd been on for like seven years and suddenly put her on lithium, Mm. which is a really strong drug, Mm. like makes you feel drunk. It messes you up. And she said she just felt completely out of it. She couldn't like function but like she has no choice someone comes every morning and stands there while she takes her medication so she has no choice Uh. she has to take it so they put her on this lithium and she was getting psychiatric evaluations every day that took four hours and her dad said like she was getting test, yeah tested every day because they were like why did you want to quit your residency something must be wrong and her Uh. dad said to her if you don't pass we're gonna you know Do something about it. And Mm. she said one day after the evaluation, her dad called her and said, sorry, you didn't pass the evaluation today. We're sending you to a facility that costs $60,000 a week. That, And she's like, by the way, I have to pay for that. So the next day they literally sent her to this um, facility where... She said it was kind of like a rehab, but they'd made this program just for her. So she said seven days a week she had to get up and, like, take the meds they told her and go to the exact meetings they told mm-hmm. her she wasn't allowed to leave. A chef came and brought her meals, like, and she just said she was stuck in this place. Oh. So she was literally oh. sent to a place where – and she said – um, whenever she brought up like, you know, this isn't fair, let me out. They would basically say like, you're not allowed to say that, you mm. know, you're like, if you're only saying that cause you're nuts, like, mm. so she got sent to this facility and it sounds like she was really effing traumatized by it. Like mm-hmm. she had to do these intense therapy sessions with therapists she didn't trust and therapists who she said basically made her feel more crazy when she walked out than when she went in. Okay. And um, after that is pretty much the last few years of what everyone's seen. She's been at home. When they finally let her out of that facility, she went home mm-hmm. and hasn't worked since mm-hmm. and has just been posting those Instagram videos that everyone says are really weird. Mm. By the way, she's been po- she explained that, she has been putting on a brave face and she says, I never said anything was wrong in all my videos because I felt like I couldn't believe this was happening to me Uh, and I didn't want it to be happening uh, to me. So I would record these videos telling everyone I was fine because I thought maybe if I keep telling uh, them I'm fine, I will be fine. She really just is this sweet, innocent little bird Uh, that I want to, pick up and cuddle. So um yeah, she said the last few years have been awful. Some stuff came out the day before she spoke. The New York Times got access to some court transcripts from when she last tried to get out of her conservatorship in 2019. Mm-hmm. They're meant to be confidential, but for whatever reason they got unsealed so the New York Times quickly published them. Mm-hmm. And she was saying back in 2019, like my dad's an alcoholic, he has a drinking problem, I'm petrified of him, he's abusive, you know, he takes all my money, he forces me to work, I'm not allowed to see anyone, blah, Uh like all these horrible things. So she said all that back in 2019 and the judge just went, sorry, no. And so she, yes, today she's talking to the same judge. And she was saying, listen, I felt like last time I was here, you didn't listen to me. I mm. felt like nobody listened to me. Mm. I really feel like I need to be clear. This time she goes, my lawyer told me that um, if I ever speak out publicly about what's been happening to me, I could get into a lot of trouble with my conservatorship. Mm -hmm. So the lawyer they've hired for her has been advising her against her best interests. So she said the reason I didn't say everything to you last time is because my lawyer told me I wasn't allowed to. And she said um, her father has been saying that she's not against the conservatorship because she's never contested it. And she said, I didn't know I was allowed to oh. contest it. <gasps> she, goes, I, she goes, it's only been the last year, like with COVID and being at home and researching it. She's like, I, it's only – and she goes, they monitor her internet as well, so she's scared to yeah. search things. Oh. Like She said, I've only just come to realise that I'm even allowed to do this. And so, she told the judge some pretty horrific things about the last few years, especially. Her dad has her on a $2,000 a week allowance. That's all she's allowed to spend, even though she's worth $60 million. Mm -hmm. She's not allowed to make any decisions from, like, literally she wanted to repaint her kitchen cabinets and her request was denied. (sighs) Um She said during COVID she wanted to do self-care things because, you know, everyone was isolated and she wanted to like go and get her nails done and her hair done and her conservator team kept telling her, no, sorry, like nothing's open, nothing in the outside world is open, you're not allowed to do anything. But then she said the cleaners would come once a week and I'd see them all with really nice nails. Mm. So I knew people were getting their nails done. She goes... And it sounds silly, but those are the kinds of things that make you feel like you're losing it Mm. because, you know, and so she says she lives in her house and there is a team on the conservatorship who, like, are getting paid to just be there seven days a week. Mm. So she wakes up in the morning. She goes to, like, whatever meetings. She has to go to therapy three times a week with a therapist that really, like, she gets stressed. Mm. And she said all these people living in my house getting paid like it all goes away for them if I'm not if I'm not under this conservatorship mm. so like she goes none of them want me to know that I can like go out and get my nails done and maybe talk to someone about what's going on in my life yeah. she goes i have friends that i met in aa who live 5 minutes away and they don't let, i'm not allowed to have them over she said and this is what was shocking and what I sent to you that she really wants to marry her boyfriend who she's been with for ages now and have a baby mm. but they had an an IUD put into her and she's not allowed to have it removed so she can have a baby like that is Handmaid's Tale level control over a woman's body stuff.
1: Oh, yeah. This is massive, massive breach of human rights.
0: Yeah. It is just... So, she's...
1: It's worse than I expected. It's so
0: much worse than I expected. Um, She... Oh, what else did she say? Um... Oh, she said um, her therapist, the one, the psychiatrist who put her on the lithium, Mm. he died in 2019. And she said when she found out she had died, she got, she fell to her knees crying and thanked God that she (gasps) would never have to be around him again. Oh wow! She's still forced to go to therapy and to a psychiatrist three times a week, but she's requested several times that she gets to pick who it is Mm. and that that person comes to her home because she thinks that her father is forcing her to go to one that is in a paparazzi hotspot in uh, LA because he wants people to see, like think she's nuts yeah. and that she has like, she, oh, she, look how often she's going to therapy. She's like, I don't choose to, they make me go. Mm. And then like the paparazzi are there. She goes, it's all a setup." And And um, so she said she, her purpose for talking to the judge was, two things she wants out of the conservatorship. Mm-hmm. She wants it to be done mm-hmm. and she doesn't want to have to be psychiatrically evaluated in order for that to happen because they mm-hmm. keep telling, she says, every time I get psychiatrically evaluated, they tell me that I'm, that I'm crazier than I was the last time. And mm-hmm. I know that is not true. I don't trust the people who are saying that she basically has uh like insinuated that she has PTSD from, all these psychiatric evaluations. Mm. And she says she gets nervous when she's in small rooms that remind her of the rooms. They forced her to sit in for hours with doctors. Mm. And so she said, I want out of the conservatorship and I don't want to have to be evaluated in order for that to happen. Uh-huh. She goes, how can I've worked? How can I have, like, it's basically what everyone's saying. She's like, they can't have it two ways. They can't say that I'm not capable of looking after myself mm. or working So they need to make me work in order to then to keep the conservatorship going so they all get paid because if I can work enough to make sure you're all getting Mm. paid, then I don't need it. Like, you know, she's not the most articulate person in the world. Mm. Like the way she had written it was a little bit rough around the edges, but you could absolutely understand the essence of what she was saying. Mm. She was clear. She was concise. She had thought really deeply about it. And she came across like someone who does not in a million years need to be in this situation Mm. and should be out of it very soon. And to be honest, she came across like someone who has been it's gotten to the point where she has been horrifically abused the last few years.
1: Yeah, this sounds even more abusive than I thought it was when you walked me through the whole situation. So I'm heartbroken to hear that. I'm also, though, very relieved that she was able to articulate herself so clearly and get the message across. Um, That was the thing that I was sort of most nervous about, that she was going to shoot herself in the foot. Um, Mm. So what happens now? Do you know where they go from here?
0: Basically, today's hearing was just so she could talk because she requested it and so at the end of it the judge said you know I want to thank you very much I know that must have been hard you know it was brave of you to get up and do this if you want to end the conservatorship you know I will give your lawyer Mm -hmm. or whatever advice on how those next steps can happen Mm -hmm. oh the best at the start It was all virtual, so everyone was on, like, Zoom. Mm. And her father's lawyers at the very start requested to um, make it a closed session Mm. so that the public couldn't access it. And um, they said, you know, there's private medical stuff that we think should remain confidential. And Brittany, not her lawyer, but Brittany literally interrupted and said, he's exploited me for long enough. I think it's time the world can hear what (laughs) I have to say. And the judge was like, Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, like we'll keep it public. Mm. And she the thing that Britney Brittany didn't know that it was going to be public. So she had written this whole kind of paragraph about how like, I think maybe I I want your permission to let me do an interview so that I can like a media interview so that I can like mm. um, tell the world what's happened to me or maybe like uh, some some kind. And then she said, but, you know, I didn't realise today was going to be public so maybe I don't mm. need to do that. She said, I wanted to do an interview or something. She said, I just want to get all of this out of my heart mm-hmm. so I can go on and live my life. And mm-hmm. she said, I just want to take a few years off and like have a baby, mm-hmm. marry this man I love, spend time with my kids and not have to be terrified of my father and the team of people he's put around me every single day.
1: Wow. Well, I hope that she gets that. I really, really, really hope that there's a very thorough investigation into Jamie and everything that he's done, the judge and everyone who's been involved in this whole conservatorship.
0: It's so, like, because I woke up, it was about 5.30 that it was happening and so I woke up to um, sort of follow it live and as she was talking and, like, tweets were just like, Every, everything she said was more horrific than the last. Mm. Like it's at a point now where I feel like it's not just that they should end the conservatorship. I really feel like people belong in prison. Yes. Like something yes. has gone seriously wrong here. Mm. And like a lot of people have actually been saying today um, on social media and stuff, that this is a like a, a huge significant example of ableism. Mm-hmm. And that this is stuff that happens to people in the disabled community all the time, like mm. like particularly like the um, reproductive rights thing with women, and um, you know people have said if this is what they can do to one of the most famous wealthy known pop stars in the world Mm. imagine what's happening to people who have no money no agency no chance to get up and have the world listen to them when they finally realize they want to say something like if it can happen to her it can happen to anyone you know what I mean like there is something seriously wrong in this system where and like I said in our free Britney episode if you haven't listened to it or haven't listened to it in a while like every single person involved in the conservatorship is financially invested in it they're mm. all getting paid mm. and so it has been It's been going on so long like and I'm not talking just her dad and the team around her I'm talking the lawyers yeah. who like represent her and rep- like everybody who is meant to be on her side isn't mm. she does not have a single person on her side no wonder she's like she just seems she oh, what did she say hold on I've lied and told the whole world. I'm okay and I'm happy. It's a lie. I thought maybe if I said that it would be enough because I've been in denial. I've been in shock. I am traumatized. Mm. You know, fake it till you make it. But now I'm telling the truth, okay. I'm not happy. I can't sleep. I'm so angry. It's insane. And I'm depressed. I cry every day.
1: Oh. Oh, my
0: God. (laughs)
1: Everyone involved in this Seriously. has to face some sort of justice. This is disgusting.
0: Well, yeah. This is this is gonna blow it wide open. I think next step will be definitely a sit-down interview with Oprah. Mm-hmm. Like, how could how could that not be the next step?
1: <laughs> yes. Oprah's not gonna let that pass her by.
0: Mm-mm. Yeah, no, no, not at all. In which she'll probably reveal even more shocking things because it won't be an environment in which, you know, she's having to give a speech and be nervous mm. and I think this will fast track the conservatorship into ending because this has exposed them yeah. and they've been telling her for years that she's not allowed to say anything mm. and it's like finally she's gone wait yes I am and now they're all effed mm. her dad released a statement He just said through his people that he loves her very much and he's sorry to see that she's been in so much pain. And also, conveniently, he's been living in, like, this big mansion house Mm. and, like, but... But in the lead up to this statement, he moved into a trailer on the um, lot where there's a big where- the warehouse that the family owns that's filled with Britney memorabilia. Huh. So when the paparazzi went looking for him today, it was like, see, I just live in this trailer. Oh, Get it
1: She, oh, I feel so, so, so sorry for her and he just is such foul piece
0: of he's, crap. He's an a... Ab- Abusive piece of shit grifter who just found this cash cow mm. and and d- 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 took advantage of it, abused it, and I I think he's a hideous human being. Oh yeah, and I hope he gets what's coming to him.
1: Sadistic,
0: just, yeah.
1: Oh yeah, foul. I am surprised that no one had told her, including her boyfriend, that she could do something to fight against the conservatorship. Like it's one thing for her to not be able to do the research and to be getting bad advice from lawyers who are acting in bad faith. But I'm surprised that she Mm. doesn't have anyone in her world who could tell her that.
0: Look, I don't know about her boyfriend. I mean, I've said before that I do think he's a bit of a sex idiot. Bless him. But Mm. I think from a legal standpoint, that's probably a difficult thing that he wouldn't know. Mm. But also it wasn't just that she was told legally she wasn't allowed, she's traumatised by what they put her through whenever she acts out. right, And so it's it's been, yes, you're legally not allowed to talk about this, but also if you do, mm. guess where you're going? Back to the tiny room with a psychiatrist who's going to put you on more drugs. And every time she does anything to speak up for herself, they would send her away to mental places. So she kinda just got to a point where she was like, I've got to just do what I'm told.
1: So wrong. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yep, I've got that nauseous unwell feeling again, thinking about it.
0: It's and just what she's been
1: through. Hard. And all in the public eye. Oh. I know. Foul. I so, think
0: this is it's gonna be a um moment of like public reckoning. Like the document when the documentary came out, I think it was, mm-hmm. everybody was like, how could like we allowed this to happen, the world allowed this to happen, blah, blah, blah. But I think hearing what she said today, that she's literally at a point where like they have inserted things into her body that she does not want in there. Like that is this is going to be, I think, quite a revelatory moment in Pop cultural media, mm. wider kind of um, cultural history. I think this is huge.
1: Was she hiding all of this from her mother and sister as well?
0: That's, I've been thinking about her mother and sister today too. Her mum has come out the last few years trying to end the conservatorship mm. for her. She also has a sister and an older brother, mm. and her older brother was interviewed a while, like around when the documentary came out and and he said something like very diplomatic, like it's really hard because whether people are doing it for the right reasons or the wrong reasons, she's still a woman in her 30s being controlled so she's mm-hmm. not going to like it no matter what. Like, So he kind of like didn't say what is happening to her is wrong or it isn't. Mm-hmm. And then her sister has also commented on Instagram posts and stuff about like nobody really understanding what's going on and mm. the family only wanting what's best for her. And so I don't know. I don't, it's, I don't know. Uh, well, it I'm, sounds like a mess, but I'm sure I am mean, we'll I think people, al- yeah. And people always automatically assume that people's families are, you know, on their side, but they, I don't know. They might not be mm. like, who knows who, I don't know. Yeah. All right. It's just well. very, very, Sad. It's very sad, and not just sad. It's horrific. She's been horrifically abused. Yeah. It's just, it's horrifying. Actually, is is more of the word I'm feeling. Hor- horrified. Rather than sad Yeah I'm pretty
1: much speechless Which is really great As a podcast host um, To feel like <laughs> you just don't have words But I really don't have anything else to say Apart from this is just so mm. incredibly wrong And it cannot be allowed to happen ever again And yes like you say It's probably happening to thousands of people All around the world right now um, mm. And there needs to be institutional change To prevent it from ever happening again It's so wrong
0: But it's just It, it will be very fascinating to see the fallout from this and what happens from here, I think this conservatorship is going to end pretty bloody quickly because everybody involved with it now is probably mm-hmm. very scared about what's going to happen to them. Oh,
1: yeah. Cheryl will make yeah. that happen. Cheryl make sure that it oh rrr- shir- up nice and quickly. Um, <laughs> has Cher tweeted anything about it yet? Oh,
0: good question. Let me have a look. Hold on. Nope. A day ago, she just tweeted a photo of some elephants and she's I'm checking her replies, which are all a day old. Yep. No, nothing. Just the elephants, (laughs) (laughs) but she will. She's talked about how she, you know, she's going to make a call and get her out of there. Oh yeah. So, and
1: I have nothing but faith that she will. Um, And she'll make sure that things move quickly to get Brittany, her freedom.
0: Okay. She needs Cher and Cher and Dolly Parton to go in and just bloody scoop her up and get her the hell out of there
1: Yes, and Bette Midler can come in on the flanks as well and just drill home the message that this mm. must never happen again Okay, cool. So you'll keep us obviously updated over the next few weeks, but maybe you could continue posting sure. stuff on the Just Suggest Instagram stories as different articles come up because I feel like there's going to be progress in the next few days. Mm. Um, and I'm off the grid. Is that
0: you giving me? Is that you giving me a job? <laughs> Please. <laughs> before I go, Rosie, can you can you make sure? <laughs> yes, I will. And quickly before we go, we weren't going to talk about this, but um, it happened this morning. Mm. John, do, is it? McAfee or McAfee, McAfee, John McAfee, the guy you did an episode on uh, the tech billionaire who invented McAfee, you know, antiviral software or whatever, killed himself this morning. Mm. They're saying, well, Mm. they're saying. <laughs> yes. So they say.
1: So if it's a
0: very Jeffrey Epstein-esque situation, which is
1: exactly how he set it up, set it up to look that way. A few days ago, yeah. he posted um, on Instagram a post of a photo of him and. Epstein, um, saying he knows for did a he fact. Really? Yeah, he said in the caption, "I know for a fact that Epstein didn't kill himself." I'm not saying that it was necessarily murder, and I'm not saying that maybe he's actually still alive out there walking around somewhere. But I know for a fact he absolutely did mm. not kill himself.
0: Well, for context, can you just tell people where where he where he's been?
1: Yeah. So you might remember. Um, In 2020, he was sort of being hunted um, by the US authorities because he'd fled the country because he was going to be arrested for tax evasion. Um, And it was getting harder and harder for him to lie low as he was sort of bouncing around Europe, but they tracked him down in Spain. He was arrested there and he has since then been sitting in a prison in Barcelona awaiting extradition to the States.
0: And from what I read yesterday, he went to court and extradition to the States was approved. Correct.
1: Yep. And is that what happened? Yeah, that's right. And he knew for a fact yep. that he was going to be spending the rest of his life in prison if he went to the States. And so he kept tweeting about the fact mm-hmm. that he was um, being, Made an example of, even though he hadn't actually done anything illegal. Um, and he stood. How
0: is he tweeting?
1: I'm not sure whether he was using his own device or getting someone to send out the tweets on his behalf. But he's right. tweeted quite prolifically yeah. over the last um, six months. Oh, okay. And his yep. wife tweets a lot of stuff on his behalf as is well. Is that the wife?
0: Is that the wife whose mouth he shot into?
1: Uh, no, those were um, his underage girlfriends. Oh, those were just.
0: Island. Mm. Oh, right.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The wife- <laughs> see,
0: see the pertinent details I remember from <laughs> your story.
1: <laughs> um, and did you say whose mouth he shut in? Because it was the other way around. Um, anyway. Oh,
0: they shut into his mouth. Yes,
1: that's right. That was his oh. kink. Mm. Um, really um, great okay, guy. Yeah. Oh, and so he kept saying that he knew that there was no way that he was ever going to stand a chance of having a fair trial in the United States. And he had also said uh-huh. several times in tweets, if I end up dead, they'll try to make it look like suicide, but it will actually have been murder. Mm-hmm. So he'd been, you know, uh-huh. setting this up for a long time. And then, yes, he they're saying that he took his own life by suicide In a cell on his own.
0: And then after he died, there was one final tweet after he died. And what was it, Jacob?
1: It was on Instagram if you're looking for it. Um, It is just one black cue on a white background. And what... A lot of people don't know is that that <laughs> Q is act, its the logo of a tech company called Managed by Q, and he obviously just chose mm-hmm. a Q that looked pretty. Obviously, this was just a dog whistle. To not even a dog whistle—it's not that subtle. It's just a, a no, call it's like, to all of the QAnon. people who still believe in QAnon to you know give them something to hold on to in their hope that, you know, there truly is this evil cabal out there and that the Democrats are doing such terrible things that people... But
0: that is, yeah, I mean, that is crazy to me that either A, he actually believes in QAnon and all this Jeffrey Epstein nonsense, which I don't know if he does um, or did, I I mean, I doubt it, Mm. or B... He just chose to troll people as his final act of life,
1: which is so him. I'm going to
0: kill myself as part of a gi- as part of a giant troll exercise. Mm-hmm. I'm going to post stuff about Jeffrey Epstein, put up a giant cue and bow out yep. of life, mm-hmm. messing with people's heads. Yeah. What a bizarre thing to do.
1: I know, but it worked. There are so many people who are already saying he was executed because when he got back to the States, he was going to be standing trial and that was when he would give evidence against all these people who were involved with Epstein right, and who yeah. are involved in the cabal. And so he was like basically the on Clintons the side of the Q and- army. Yeah. Um, right. Yep. So he, I mean, in terms of a final flourish, he couldn't have done it better, really. He's like really just created why? a shit Why? Why do it
0: though? I'm okay. Bear with me. I'm not saying I believe in QAnon, but I am saying, why would he do that as his final living act? Put up that post of a Q so that people and insist to people, if I die, it's they're going to make it look like suicide, and I know too much. Blah blah blah. Why would he do that unless he actually did know something?
1: He was a shit through just, and through.
0: Really? Yes. Really? He was? Yes. I'm just saying. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Total it just It's troll. like to go to, oh, wow. So, he literally just ended his life messing with people for yep. lols. Yep.
1: And he wants to be seen as a martyr and he is being seen as a martyr. He died for the cause.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. See, that's more believable to me, that like someone with that much of an ego would like to die having martyred himself rather than just going, <laughs> lol, before I die, I'm going to totally mess people up. Bye. Like to me, that is, I can understand why QAnon people would go no, that's not believable. He wouldn't have just done that as a troll. Like there has to be something more to it. I can understand why people would think that because it's it's a very bizarre thing to do.
1: Yeah. I mean, not many people would do it. I think that it's both. I mean, he's been saying for a long time that he was being made a martyr and it was unfair that he was being treated the way he was because he'd never done anything illegal. He truly believed that. And so there's the self martyrdom. And then also he just wants to up for the government as badly as he can. So he wants to stoke the fires of doubt and mistrust in the US government mm. and in global authorities that he's always been... Against, so it was kind of a double whammy.
0: Wowzers, yeah. Wow, mm. did you know what else someone else pointed out to me that our John McAfee and Free Britney episodes were episodes 79 and 80 or like they were both right yeah. after each other? We
1: recorded them in the same week, yeah, <laughs> or
0: like whatever they were, yeah. And Crazy. now this breaking news has both happened at the same time. So weird. Mm. All right. Well, I will do what I'm told and keep posting on the Just The Just Instagram while you are in the wilderness. Thank
1: you. I'm pretty I much off the my grid job. for the next week. Apologies, everyone, if there was some bad background noise here, some... Funky island beats (laughs) The neighbours nearby Were playing this awful Reggae music Just before Ah. So sorry if you heard that And sorry if it's not Great audio quality But Thank you for the rundown Rosie It's upsetting But We needed to know the truth
0: It's very upsetting Mm. Yeah Okay Um, And so that was That And I guess See you Around (laughs) Don't get eaten by An Australian Animal (laughs) A dugong Etc okay (laughs) okay all right bye take
1: care love ya
0: listener